Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Hello. Thank you for joining us wherever you are. Yeah. This lovely Thursday. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. 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 It's going to be Thursday. It's going to be Thursday. It's not Thursday, right meow. No. Not meow. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of a pandemic. Thriving, so everyone surviving. Who is, everyone who is to uh, do their self-quarantine, they can just binge a bunch of uh, orgasm yeah. podcasts. That's what I've been doing is, because I'm, I'm self-isolating right now, because, you know, it's what you do when your business shuts down, is yeah. you self-isolate. And, oh, I didn't tell you this, I went to the grocery store, just down the way, and there's a guy shopping in a hazmat suit. No. I would not lie to you about this. I literally got into my car and I called my parents and I'm like, I just Why? saw some motherfucker buying cigarettes in a hazmat suit. Why did you not take pictures? I, listen, I was going to, but it was like everybody was already like looking at him a lot and he was like very self-aware of what was going on. <laughs> I was just like, this is not real. Like, this isn't real. And it was real. If only he was wearing, like, a, a bubble suit from... Uh, right, like Bubble Boy. No, not so much Bubble Boy, but from um, Dude Wears My Car. Oh, yes. Those guys, <laughs> like the, the, the Zoltan. Yes. Cult, got these bubble suits, and they keep getting them popped. Yeah. <laughs> I just walk out and go, pop, pop, pop. And they're like, this is China, this is China air. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was just so weird. I was like, oh, is that where we're at? I don't think we're at that quite yet. I don't think we're going to get that far. No. 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 Just going to enjoy sitting at home, listening to podcasts, watching a shit ton of movies, yeah. and playing a shit ton of video games. Yeah. Yeah. That's As you good. do. It's like, this is like a good, like, this is going to sound horrible, and I don't mean this and to take it lightly, but it's like a good time to have a pandemic because if it was like when i was born like in the early 90s you don't have internet you don't have cell phones like what do you like you have you would have tv in those and that, well listen to well radio wouldn't only go so far right yeah yeah so, you know speaking though of being you know kind of quarantined and shut in uh shutter has which we're not getting sponsored for at all although if they would that'd be awesome um <laughs> Shutter has a promo code right now for anyone who wants to listen or watch horror movies for free for a month set up. Uh, just type in promo code SHUT IN. Yeah. And uh, you have 90 days of uh, free horror movie goodness. That's awesome. I think that's really good. A lot of uh, them are doing now. They're going to release movies earlier. And I think the Frozen 2, which is not a horror. Yeah, uh, it came out Plus. early. Yeah, uh, just doing, they're doing a bunch, which is that really pissed me off though because before all this happened, like literally two weeks ago, I bought it because I was like, oh, it's not going to be out for a few months, and I really want to watch it, and then I bought it, and I was really disappointed to begin with, and then to add salt to the wound, they released it two weeks later on Disney Plus. Yeah. I was ripped. Disney, how could you? How dare you? We don't want your money. Yet. Hurt my little feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, lots of podcasts I listen to if they have a um, Patreon or like a an extra subscription based sort of um, I don't know podcasty thing, 
they are offering like free 30 days to their Patreon and whatnot. So I've signed up for a few for different like serial killer podcasts. You know, people aren't capitalizing off of, you know, the fear and all that kind of stuff. Because honestly, like people would be buying that kind of stuff because they have nothing else to do right now. So it's nice that people are understanding. Yeah. Yes. Right. It helps. Yeah. You got the war dicks out there who hoard a bunch of like the toilet paper Hand sanitizer, or sanitizer yeah. and they go and they sell it for stupid high prices. Yeah. That's just dumb. eBay and Amazon have both cracked down on that though and they refuse oh, to um, like if it's a certain percentage of the markup they refuse to let the buyer sell it. Good. Seller sell it. That's good. Right? I like that. Because before that I went on to Amazon and I was like oh you know just looking just in case there's toilet paper and my sister needs baby wipes. Yeah. So I was looking and I was just like oh you know cha cha cha. And, like, a case of toilet paper, like, a 12-pack was going for, like, 80, 90 bucks. It's like, are you fucked? Jeez. Like, ugh. I'm just glad I got a bidet before it was in style. Because <laughs> those are selling it on Amazon, too, now. So. That's funny. Yeah. People were making fun of me. Take that. Nope. Nope. You're on the right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so the movie we did uh, today, we're going to talk and chop here, was, um, uh, Sinister. Yes. And, uh. Good movie. Yeah. I liked it. And it, it kind of went back to the back to the well of the I'm going to spoil here already, but uh, the, the evil deities. Evil yes. Kind of supernatural. Pagan, pagan gods. gods. Yeah. Greek gods. There are all the different kind of gods that get in there. Yeah. And there's a nowadays there's more kind of out there of this kind, you know, mm-hmm. of film before like uh, in the 80s for like Ghostbusters there was uh Gozer and Zool, uh, yes, pagan pagan gods. Uh, you said hereditary has got the same idea. Yes, they've got it. That is a pagan god. I I, forget, I literally just looked it up. His name is like Paidon or something, yeah. and he's like yeah, possesses the firstborn son of families and kills people and yeah. And there's like secret cults that worship these people and whatnot. People, gods, demons. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of demony stuff too. I feel like they're very much in the same vein, hey, because they're yeah. kind of the same thing where it's cultish and people worship them and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like uh, also uh, the ritual. Yes. On Netflix, which I love. That was that a, good such a good one. Yes. I really did enjoy that. Yeah, one of my favorite actors from Downton Abbey was in it, and that's why I was like, oh, I was kind of watching it, and it popped up on my like for you or whatever on Netflix, and I was like. Hmm. I watched it for five minutes and I was like, holy shit, that's Thomas! <laughs> One of my favorite characters from Downton, which I did not expect him to be in a horror movie because Downton Abbey is very much not a horror. It's like a period piece. Yeah. But I was watching it and it was, yeah, it was really good. The acting was sublime in that. Like, it was really well done. It was. It really was. I'm trying to think, you know, what else hasn't been done? Yeah. You know, for like, deity wise like yeah. we've kind of we've done more of the more um malevolent yes you know, always deities. yeah like what's we're trying to think you know just something fresh something new sure. of a horror involving pagan gods like that what 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 would you like to see what would be your ooh this sounds good well i really like sort of anything with like like i like culty stuff yeah like those are my favorite sort of kind of movies is where, you know, there's some fucked up cult that, like, kidnaps somebody or, you know, is trying to, I don't know, 
convert somebody, that kind of stuff. I love those kind of movies because it kind of lulls you into a false sense of security and then it just gets like super fucked up. You would like The Void. Yeah? You would. Uh, it's very um, uh, uh, Lovecraftian. Interesting. Oh, yes. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Is it an older one? or No, one? it's like a couple years old. Oh, okay, okay. It's not bad. And yeah. what's it about? Um, basically, uh, hospital mm-hmm. setting. Uh, these guys start showing up with all these kind of cuts and marks on their faces and hoods. And, um, yeah, people start dying and people start, or things start crawling out of the dead bodies. Oh, I my think, God. I think. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but it's got a very... Um, uh, Lovecraft, like sure. heavy Lovecraft feel to it, and right. definitely um, it was uh, inspired by like his stories because it just screams Cthulhu. And, I uh, love Cthulhu. See, and I heard that's um, they're working on movies. Yes, they're working on like, I've a heard trilogy that. of the of Cthulhu and everything. Like, oh, finally, awesome. Because they've done something kind of offshoots underwater has another heavy Cthulhu feel feel to it. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that kind of stuff is kind of, it's very interesting. I like when they kind of take lore and kind of spin it. And I even like, kind of like what this movie was, where you think it's a murder mystery for like the first half. And then the second half, it's like this weird sort of supernatural. Like, I kind of like when it takes that spin but in a very relatable way. Yeah. And that's like, like I didn't like about, um, what was that Bigfoot one we watched? Oh, um. That one. Yeah. Yeah, that one where it was like all of a sudden out of nowhere. It was not Bigfoot movie anymore. And it was just like, ugh, okay, but like you didn't give us any of these hints throughout. Yeah, they but added, when the, the hints yes. added right now. It's Bigfoot all of a sudden, oh no, right now it's a tillbilly. Yeah. But where this one, where it was like the whole time it's kind of, you see this masked character and then you're like, huh, okay, so it's just a dude. And then all of a sudden it's not just a dude. And you're like, whoa. Because that's how Midnight E-Train went, where it's like the serial killer on the subway. And then all of a sudden, halfway through, it switches to these, they're actually like a hive mind hooked up to an alien mothership living under New York. And you're like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's go with it. And it kind of saves the movie almost, I thought. I It was just so interesting how they kind of did that. That's, I don't know. Those, But what what would you do if it was a, if you had to do a demon-y, diet-y sort Ooh. of movie? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for scare-wise, you got to have kids involved. Always. Um, plant, plant it in realism. Like, don't make it too out there. Sure. But... Make it real. That's like like a lie. Yeah. If you to make a lie work, you gotta have enough truth in the lie to make it believable. Exactly. Uh, with with horror movies, you gotta have enough r- real realism in it to really work. Yes. Nowadays. Yeah. Uh, before it was like, oh, it's a guy in a hockey mask keeps coming back from the dead. That's terrifying. Fair right? enough. <laughs> now it's like, ooh, cool. Yeah. Um, you gotta have that more realism, I think, to it. Yes. Uh, to really make it work and fear plus um you know the mood mood and lighting and and sound Sound. is a big thing too uh um this movie sister does a fantastic job at that um but yeah we've watched a few in a row now with really really good music yes and it just makes like i say every time it makes all the difference honestly 
Yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, since we've already talked enough about it already, let's, I think we should get into it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So today we watched Sinister, which is a 2012 movie directed and written by Scott Derrickson. Cool. Yay. And uh, for cast, we have for the lead, Ethan Hawke. Oh, so good. So good. I feel like he's such an underrated actor. Yeah. Like, nope, have you ever seen Gal Galactica? I think that was what it was called. Galactica? Gattaca. Gattaca. That's an old... That's a good movie. It's one of, It's like with Jude Law, Uma Thurman, and Ethan Hawke. And yeah. it is one of the best movies. If you got kids, it's not a horror movie. But if you guys haven't seen Gattaca, it is phenomenal. I did a book study on it in high school, too. That's oh, wow. how much I liked it. <laughs> Well, Ethan Hawke plays Ellison Oswalt in this movie. Yes, the main character. Yes, uh, his wife is uh, Tracy is played by Juliet Rylance. Mm -hmm. uh, Sheriff is played by Fred Dalton Thompson. Uh, deputy So and So is played by James Ransom. Do they actually put him in IMDb as Deputy So and So? No, but oh. in, in the in the, um, <laughs> the movie, the movie yeah. Credits, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, the son Trevor is played by Michael Hall. De Adderow, and the daughter Ashley is played by Claire Foley, and also um, Bagul, mm -hmm. Bagul slash Mr. Boogie is played by Nick King. Good name. I, I guess. All <laughs> Nicks are good names. And um, Professor Jones that he talks to is played by Vincent um, he um he's one of my favorite actors. He was on Law and Order SVU for ten years, and then he was in The Magnificent Seven. He plays Fisk in Daredevil. That's he, who he yeah. is. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's yes. such a phenomenal actor. He's another actor that I love, 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 love. Every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, this is gonna be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. I just had to throw that in there because I really like him as an actor. I remember watching this the first time and I was like, ah, Tim, it's Vincent, that I can never pronounce his last name. Well, if he's who I think he is, he was also, he's not coming, yes, he was uh, Hoskins in Jurassic World. Yes, he sure yes, was. Okay, yeah. Now, yeah. He sure he was, was, yeah, the, the guy that was mean to Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's, he's amazing he's good in everything he does yep. have you seen the magnificent seven the new one yes no not yet he like he would he plays the best part he plays like the old hillbilly oh he's so good it's that's a good one yeah that was a solid movie <laughs> okay where did you hear about sinister first well, like I said earlier, this was one of, or maybe I just said it to you. Maybe I said it on here. I don't remember. This was one of the movies that I started watching. That One of the first movies I watched when I started watching horror movies. And I just read that, like, some of the, like, top ones you have to see if you're watching horror movies is, like, Insidious, Sinister, Exorcist, Psycho. Like, just sort of the, and this was just one of them. Yeah. And I was, like, I read that it was, like, super fucked up. And I was, like, ooh. <laughs> Me likey. <laughs> so I was like, all right, so let's give it a try. And so I actually bought it. It wasn't on Shutter, I don't think, at the time. Or maybe that was Insidious. I don't remember. But I, uh, I, w I watched it and I was like, yeah, this is a little 
heavy for me. There's a there's a lot of death and child death and murder and graphicness and I yeah, it was awesome. I just remember I went to bed that night and I was like, oh, I was really fucked up. Like I was still thinking about it after I went to bed, and that's when I know it's a good horror movie when I'm still thinking about it. Well, it's, it's funny how you say it's it's really graphic when it's not really, is it? It's compared to right. other movies. It's right. Not. The the director he went for as little to no um, gory scenes, no nudity, no yes. sex, no nothing to go for that PG thirteen. So I got sort of an R rating. Yeah. But, um, it was just like it's almost like for me, I almost don't even have to see the gore though. But I think it was part of the the stark difference before, like like these videotapes that Ellison watches is like this happy enjoyment and somebody creepily filming them and then it switches a into part. a murder. And and what makes it work also so well is his reaction. Yes. His, his yes. Re- you react to his reaction. You yes. see him grimace like, ooh. If he's grimacing, what's happening? Right. You, you kind of see this is blurred kind of either in his reflection of his glasses. Yes. Or it's kind of to the sides off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also very real death oh, yeah. like it's not like like we just watched friday the 13th it's like the hollow and it's not like is that the last two we watched yes yes and the deaths and those were somewhat like oh yeah somebody gets their head clean chopped off with a, with a sword oh, oh somebody okay. gets an arrow through the neck yeah. oh you know it's, that it's kind very, of stuff very close up and grab it and you can see this yes and it's this like more, that would normally happen with this you have to pay attention yes to see them and when like, you pay attention it's like ooh. Like, getting strapped to a pool chair with duct tape and getting pushed underwater. Like, I, you don't even see it happen. And I get claustrophobic yeah. when I watch that scene. And I'm just like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't know. That's the part that really got me. So I remember I saw it, like, on Netflix or something. I'm like, oh, sinister. Cool. After watching some date, I never knew what happened. Sure. Um... I never knew what it was about. I didn't know a thing until we watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, um, I'm so glad you kind of liked it. I did. I It was... It lo- went along with the less is more. Yes. And music. And, mm-hmm. and the mood. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, it just... It's heavy. Yes. It's just heavy and it hangs and it's always kind of dark in most of the scenes. And they have some of the, I don't call them jump scares, but just like the sound. I was gonna say. The sound jump scares where it's like, thump. And some of those got me because I get so involved in the darkness. Like, you know, you're kind of almost anticipating. Yes. And something happened, you're like, I wasn't expecting that. So. Yeah, I think that this is one of the best uses of jump scares. Yeah. I mean, and this I, was... I wouldn't even call them jump scares because. Interesting. Because nothing really jumps out. There's yes. one, maybe one or two. Or that. Yeah. So like the very, very end. Like the literally the last scene. There's like, um, Ellison's just like, or no, they're not doing anything. There's just the box. Yep. The box that says home movies. And then it zooms out. And then Mr. Boogie's just like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm the main actor. <laughs> that didn't get me. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, but before, one of the other ones, um, like, I, I, I called it, like, yeah. he's going to show up. I was yeah. like, oh, short up. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, it really, again, it, it shows masterfully how 
You don't oversell it. Mm -hmm. Show the villain sparingly. Yes. And just use the audience's imagination and exactly. anticipation. Mm -hmm. And they did a greatness really well. Really oh, well. yeah. Well, how did you hear about this movie? You just saw it on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I just came across it. No, I don't remember any trailers for it. I remember seeing it in theater, you know, coming soon. It just popped up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, cool. What's this about? I even forgot what it was about. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, add to my list or I just keep going and watch something else. Um, I knew of it, but I never knew what it was about. I didn't, it was really, it was, wasn't so much on my radar as, yeah, I just thought it was like a, like direct-to-video horror movie. Right, yeah. So I never gave, gave much of a second thought. Interesting, yeah, and I've heard that this is like <clears throat> one of the movies to watch. I can so, see why. Yeah. It was good. It's very different. Very different, pretty slow. slow yes. Slow, very slow movie, but, uh. It doesn't leave you bored. Right, exactly. It, kept, it, kept, it kept things moving pretty good. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should <laughs> we get into it? I think, yeah, let's start uh, with the plot here. So, we st it starts off with, uh, we see a bit of uh, the hanging. Yes. Yeah, we have the, the family of four uh, basically tied to a tree on their necks. And... Uh, we see like a saw cutting this one branch, branch falls, family goes up, and they choke to death, and then they go right to uh, Ellison Oswald and his family, moving, moving in. into a yep. uh, new home. Like a murder that happened, and then he's writing another book about I somebody think it's else? small. Cause it's, like, but how can there be a murder and a missing girl? You know what I mean? Like, is that what implied? Is that his book was about something else? Well, he was, well, this new book he was going to write there? Yeah. It was about the murders that happened recently. Right. But that's what I mean, is like, if it's such a small town, then how do they have all these murders? I just didn't quite get that. Well, there's only one murder. Oh, okay. It's the same murder. thing? So it's different than Kentucky Blood? Yes. Different, different town. Oh. These are all different towns. Like, it okay. says in the movie, like, the, the, the murders that's in the book, or in the movie, all happen in different towns, but they all kind of skip town. Right. Okay. So, so he's the just... family that were killed here like yeah. in the town he moved in the house he moved into, um, they then the house he lived previously was from a previous murder from um, the family that was so killed. So he's living in the same houses? No, just this one. He's just following this one murder. Right, but that's what I mean is that like the sheriff was upset that he's coming to this town because of Kentucky Blood, which he wrote previously. Yes. Or or a different book that that. Right, he's not, he's but he's like upset about it because it made them look bad, or just police in general. I think it was police in general. Okay, because that's the part that I was like, is like, how many murders does a small town have? Because I'm concerned. This one, this one <laughs> just crazy this like one. crime right in this one small town. <laughs> just one. <laughs> but then he makes like a shitty comment about like, oh, you know, Kentucky Blood did good, but then these two other books you wrote did horrible. So. Drop the mic. Yeah. And Allison's kind of like, oh, fuck you too. Like, I'm not <laughs> leaving. So, ugh. And then he's carrying a box inside and he goes up to the attic, doesn't he? Yes. He, uh, yeah, he ends up going to the attic and he finds this, uh, old 8mm film yeah. reels and, uh, player. And he's, he kind of gets his, um, study all yes. set up. Like, he has all the kind of, like, 
how the and this this book's all about the recent murder. Right. Because no one's known what the, the the daughter is. That's kind of what makes it interesting. Right. So he's kinda of hoping to make a true crime book and maybe even find something that the police missed. That's yes. kind of his his hope. So he's going through all like the data that that's kind of been available to him and these uh these reels that kind of showed up. Right. Out of the blue. He's kind of comparing like this is like a picture of the empty attic before it was empty and then there's this box in it. Where'd it come from? Yeah. Like he was writing all he was basically going through all these notes and writing jot notes yes. of um why, how, where, when, all those. And when he's up there initially too, he sees a scorpion. Oh right. That he there's kills. A scorpion. He just drops the box on yeah. the scorpion and squishes it. Makes it mushy. Poor scorpion. <laughs> so uh yeah, so he finds out that um, the previous father lived there with the Stevensons. They were going to hung by a tree. Yeah. And their 10-year-old daughter, Stephanie, disappeared after the murders. Yes. And um, so he's going through the videos. And uh, these are the ones where you see where he's he's watching them and he's drinking. Yes. A lot. And at first he got the camera just showing just the, the family doing activities. And he goes to the murder. Yes. And he kind of gets more visually upset yes as this is happening and um, he <laughs> he kind of hears a thump yes thumps, and he goes and looks looks around tries to find where it's coming from and um yeah it's uh it's his daughter that she walked into the laundry room by mistake and she's like dad i can't find the bathroom and he's yeah. like okay so he takes her to the bathroom and then she's like thanks dad Starts walking down the wrong way of the hallway, and he leads her back down the right way and tucks her back into bed and everything. And um, she's allowed to paint the walls in her room too. Yes. Yes, she's like no, when she, they're moving in. She does not want to move there. She no, very, she's so mad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so he's going that night. Uh, he puts her back to bed. I think that's when he finds the box, another box. Mm-hmm. He hears like this sound. He goes and finds this big box, kind of just. In the, oh, I'm going to call it the back door. Yeah, the like the door. porch area. And he goes, he gets closer, and it moves. He's like, what the hell? And his son kind of... Exorcist crab walks Yeah, he's kind of, the he back. folds out and starts screaming. screaming. And he runs, he picks him up, and kind of you know, walks him around, gets him outside. His son has night tears. Yes. Which, like, when you first see it happening, it's like his son is possessed. You're like, what the Fuck. What I, I didn't know what that was. I thought no. that was like a creature. Is he hallucinating? What the heck? This just ramped up. Out of way. nowhere, yeah. Nope. Apparently his son just has really bad, or has a history of really bad night terrors. They yes. were good for a while, but now they're bad again. Yes. So, yeah. So, Al did that, that happen. Al, uh, he's going through different, he goes back to watching more videos yes. and tapes. And they include a drowning Oh, yeah, the pool party is the worst one, I think. That's the one that I was talking about before, where they're all, like, duct taped to lawn chairs, and then there's, like, a string, and the person behind the camera is just pulling them, and they just sink into the bottom yeah. of the pool, and there's nothing they can do. There's uh, throat cutting, where they're strapped to their beds, yes. and the killer goes and cuts their throats. And this is the one where it's, like, so graphic, but when they're doing it, he turns away. And so all we can see is, like, the reflection in his glasses. Oh, yes. He turns away when it comes to the kid. 
Yes. He wants yes, the Yes, you're right. But then when the, there's the child, he looks away. You don't even see that. Yes. That one wasn't shown. But we, as the audience, like, we don't see it happening. We just see him, and it's reflected in his glasses. Yeah. And it's a really interesting way of doing it, I thought. Just because, like, it's graphic without being too graphic. Yeah. Like, because you just see the blurred image of the husband and wife getting their neck slit. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. And we also see um, arson, which yes. is basically, uh, was it uh, two? No, it's two. No, mother and father. Yeah. In like their old station wagon, tied yep. up, and uh, there was a kid in there too. No. No, it was a family of three. Oh. I'm sure it's only it's only two. Really? Because I'm sure that there was a little kid in there too, all tied up. Well, maybe right. not. Maybe I was sure there was though. But either way, they get burnt. Yes. There's like you see the empty gas cans and they're kind of laid against the seats. Yeah. And then I thought there was somebody in the front seat, but maybe not. I might be thinking about a different. I one. think I thought it was just the mother father just kind of head to toe, head to toe, um, in the back seat. Sure. And then whoosh. <laughs> yes. And uh, there was one more. What was the other? Oh, the um. Oh. There, there's also one more. The we don't see the lawnmower until later night, but it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, the camera guy goes on the, to the lawnmower, and then you see it kind of running. All of a sudden, there's a head in the way, and it gets run over. And that, I saw it coming. I'm like, you know, there's going to be a head drop. <laughs> but then it just kind of popped on over, and again, you shook. But it's, like, like very quiet, and it's just, he's looking in the house, watching them hang out, play t- watch TV, hang out as a family, and then you just hear, like, the uh, the lawnmower starting. And then it just, like, gets dull almost. Like, it's just, like, a quiet. Like, you don't actually hear the of the lawnmower. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, there's a head, and you hear the lawnmower sound, and you're like, yeah. But he, like, freaks the fuck out and, like, falls out of his chair and <laughs> yeah, rips yeah. the thing off, and he's like, ah! He has a reaction. Yeah, yeah, they're all creepy, and how they do it is really creepy, I think. Just with, like, the the old, what is it, 9mm that he's looking at? 8mm. 8mm. Yeah. So, so during all his, uh, you know, viewing of these, he notices there's a, a symbol. Yes. In every, every home, because he, he plays them the other, and then he records them onto his laptop, so we can actually uh, do more of a frame by frame. Yes, so can, you know, exactly. Zoom in. And he sees a symbol. So he gets um, <laughs> Deputy So-and-so yes. to kind of do a bit of research for him. Who goes into... on to um, play Eddie in the Hit series. Yeah. Yeah, the new ones that just came out. The older Eddie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So the deputy uh, refers L to uh, Professor Jonas, whose expertise is no cult. Yes. To help decipher the symbols. So he does. And... Uh, he finds out that these uh, these symbols refer to a Babylonian deity called Bugal. Bugal? No. Bugul. Bugul. There Bugul. you go. I was yeah. like, why well, can't I remember how to say it now? <laughs> yeah, it's Bugul. And uh, who would kill entire families, then take one of the children in order to consume their soul. Yes. And live off of them, kind of. And it seems like the pattern in this movie is he's taking one about every ten years. Yeah. And then, so he's just, I mean, like, once every ten years, that's not bad. Yeah, it goes like a 10 years, <laughs> a little more, yeah. Yeah. It, it depends how good the soul is, how long yeah. it lasts. So we get the scorpion. So then in between while he's watching these movies, um, he's also, um, he goes up to the attic again. I forget what he, he goes up there to check for something or look for something. And um, there's a snake. 
Yes. And as he's, um, so he lifts up a box, he kind of hears like a rustling almost, and he lifts up a box lid, and um, there's a snake underneath, and it leaves. Kind of slithers away. And this box lid has drawings on it of all the different murders that he's watched. And so he takes out his phone and starts to record just so he can kind of see it. And um, as he's recording, he kind of, like, the roof almost kind of falls in, kind of, doesn't then it? Then he hears something. So yeah. he kind of goes, goes over to the other side of the, the attic, and the ceiling caves in, and he kind of falls, kind of catches himself, and he falls through. Yes. And uh, he, kind of. he, he, he cuts his leg a bit. Yeah. And uh, he goes back to look at the footage, mm-hmm. and he sees that there's uh, both a, sim- a symbol? No. No, there's just a whole bunch of hands. Hands, yes. He's yes. Like hands kind of pushing him through. Yeah, there's like six or seven different hands, like yeah. little, like child hands, yeah. pulling him down. So that's really weird. So then he keeps kind of watching the footage, watching the footage. And during this, um, he's fighting with his wife. She thinks something's up. She hasn't figured out that they're living in a murder house yet. No. And so then the next night, he. Uh, he was watching, oh, he's watching the uh, the one where they're hung or whatever in the house that he's now living in. So he zooms in and he sees that there's a face, which we know is the boogeyman's face, right. in the bush. So he's like, well, shit, I'm going to go, you know. He hears something outside, so he's like, well, I'm going to go investigate. And he's looking at this bush. So as he goes out, he kind of hears something wrestling in the bushes and he's like, WTF. So he walks over to the bush, and Trevor, fucking Trevor's head pops out again, and he's having another night terror. So he drops, he throws the bat, throws his light camera, or whatever, flashlight, and runs to put Trevor inside. Yeah, and he was cold. And yes. He, and then uh, he goes back outside to go get the bat and the camera. Yes. And he sees the dog. Yes. And it's a good little popper. He's just it's a good books. little Rottweiler. He's doing some books. Just protecting his pupils. Yeah. And uh, behind him, we see all the kids. Yes. Just we see the, five kids yeah, lined the up. ghosts, kind of, I guess, the kids. Yes. And so, yeah, they uh, they disappear. He kind of gets his camera, leaves the bat. Yeah, and leaves the, the bat. Dog, dog leaves. <laughs> and he goes back in. And, uh, and this is when we get the creepy sort of montage of he thinks something's up in the house now. So he's walking around, and these five kids are like, like not antagonizing him, it's but like following. following him. And and also when he's um, going through the house, he's checking on the kids, and he yes. sees his one daughter uh, sleeping, and we can zoom of her, and she her, she's wide awake, her eyes yeah. are open, she looks terrified. There's a drawing of uh, the, the former family who lived there is mm-hmm. death, and you see the girl, Stephanie, yes, Stephanie, and she just does the shh motion to uh to the girl to the girl yeah and uh yeah that was a creepy i like that spot yes that was it a was good, good. Scene. just you know that the, the kid's gonna see something and this is sort of once we see these dead kids this is when we make the jump i think to supernatural yes. but i think the very very first indicator is when he's actually looking at pictures of bagul and there's the one of his reflection at the car the arson fire Right. And we, he's talking on the phone with uh, Detective So-and-so, and he's just sitting there, blah, 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 blah. Cat turns away. And on the laptop, Bagul turns his face and looks at Ellison, 
and then turns back into the position he was, and I was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So that's <laughs> it's always cool how in the movie they break the fourth wall movie-wise. Yes. Not, not, not for the audience, but for the actual characters in the movie. Yeah. And that's always a good, that's, it's a very well-known horror trope. Exactly. Where it worked. It yeah. worked really well this. And just that very, very subtle, and I thought of that as well as in Eli, when it's just like there's very subtle things happening. Same thing with Girl on the Third Floor. There's subtle things happening that we kind of see, but the characters don't see. Yeah. I like that. It's like we're, we have an inside joke with the villain, <laughs> almost, you know? Like, we know something that they don't, which I think is interesting. Yeah. But so then now we get to that uh, last night where he's, he and his wife are sleeping after. Yes. He's kind of, she, she found out. Yes. She finds out uh, because the daughter drew on the walls. You said like before she can draw in a room. Yeah. But she didn't draw on the wall hallway of the family who died before yes and stephanie and they ask well, what, well who's stephanie and it's like she used to live here and the mom kind of like light ball pops up like you're kidding me yeah she's like girl Come room. Your room. yeah and then <laughs> she goes to the, her bed his bedroom and leaves door open all guys know if you go to the room and the door's open you're in shit yep and they had a big fight basically he lied to her, saying that this wasn't the house they murdered in. Uh, went through. It kind of is. They were murdered in the backyard, which doesn't matter. Then it's even worse for her. <laughs> and um, he's really kind of trying so hard to keep this book going. Because yes. he thinks that this is going to be his bring him back to spotlight. Because before, from his other book, Kentucky Blood. Yeah. Yeah. He, made, he got lots of money. He got interviews. And then his next two ones bombed. He's yes. Trying to, he's trying to get money back. He's either doing bad for money. Yes. And he's trying to find that, I think, sense of validity as well. Yes. What he got from, because he's like one of those people who we see is watching his old interviews when the book came out and it was number one on the New York like bestseller list. So he's kind of always trying to reach that level, level again, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, um, he kind of, his his wife knows he's kind of, fall, he falls asleep watching his old interview about his family and having yeah. kids, and she's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And uh, he wakes up to the uh, projector going off, mm-hmm. and he's like, what the heck? And he goes, and he sees this missing where it was. Yes. And he goes looking for it, so he can't find it. Yeah. So he kind of peeks at the attic, sees all the kids watching, they do a sign to him, and then um, Bougain... Again, Bagul. Bagul. Stupid name. <laughs> Bagul kind of peeks in. Yes. Scares me. Falls on the falls on the ladder, and uh, the uh, the projector and all the tapes come falling down from the ceiling, and he's done. He's had enough. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Takes it out, burns it. Yes. And his wife comes in. He's like, "What are you doing? What's what's going on?" He's like, "We're leaving. What do you mean? We're leaving now." Yes. And uh, so they pack up, grab the kids. And leave. Yes. Uh, they get pulled over by the sheriff before they head out and uh, basically tells him we're leaving. Yeah. Okay, good. See you later. Yeah. Don't, don't speed until you're out of my jurisdiction. Of my jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah. So, back at home and uh, he's kind of just finishing up. Like, the the deputy so-and-so is trying to call him. He's ignoring it. He's trying to yes. get back, like, back on track. And um, he uh, gets uh, an email from... Um, uh, the, the occult guy. Professor Jones. Thank you, Jonas, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, so he has a couple of videos with him and he talks, well, he, he basically explains what uh, Bagul is and how he can um, enter our world from his world through media, through yes. pictures. Uh, this His children are extremely susceptible to such things. Yes. And he's like, well, if I burn it completely, that should close the door. And he's like, what do you mean? Grab a book, you write. It's kind of yeah. hangs up on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he deletes all the files on his laptop, which is smart. Yes. Until he goes upstairs to the attic in his old home to put a box of stuff away, and he finds the projector and the everything in there. Yes. And he finds an extra reel that says extra footage. Extended edition. Extended edition. <laughs> So he goes Which I love that. He extends, he adds them to the, he does some editing, he learns how to edit on the Yeah. Edits, like, to actually put the, um, the film yes. together. To yeah. To make it to, you know, like how they used to do it back in the day. Mm hmm And, uh, he starts playing it, and he shows every murder with the kids kind of walking out into frame. Yes. And doing the shh motion. And, uh, each one does it. And uh, he's kind of a little, you know, what the heck is this? And um, and then after he's done, he gets up from his chair. He's a woozy. And he's woozy. And so I make a comment. Oh, you know, you can't tell sometimes when he's woozy. Is he just drunk yeah. or if he's tired? And and Deputy Soso calls again. He finally answers. Yes. And uh, Deputy's like, you know, just so you know, I did some more research. And each family that died previously lived in the house that the ones before them were killed died in. Right. So it's just kind of, it's, it's almost like they're playing hopscotch. Yes. So the first family died, uh, the same family who died, they were living, they moved to that house first and they moved out to their next house, were killed. The third family, they, they moved into the uh, second death's family's house. Yeah. And then they moved to their house, killed. Yes. And now that basically puts Ellison. Ellison's family. Yeah. Lined up for, to be the next one's killed. Yes. And uh, he's kind of all woozy. Like he's drunk. Looks at his drink that his daughter made him. Mm -hmm. And he sees some like flore uh, fluorescent green yes. in there. He's been drunk. Which was also mentioned before that all those who were killed had some sort of um, drug in their body. Too. And they couldn't tell what it was. They could, yeah. Couldn't know what it was. And uh, so Elle, he kind of nod, he, he passes out. Yes. And uh, wakes up to... Him and uh, his wife and his son, all taped up with uh, duct, um, tape. duct tape around their mouths, and they're basically dead. They're gonna be dead soon. Yeah. Uh, his daughter comes up with a uh, axe and a, um, a ca eight millimeter camera. Mm -hmm. Tells her dad, "Yeah, you'll be, you'll make you famous again." Yeah, I'm gonna make you famous again, daddy. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. yes, and. Uh, Basically, kind of closes his eyes as she brings the axe down. We see her walking. We see a lot of hallway, which yes. is just covered with blood. And it's got all the signs, symbols. It's got the, uh, the the dog. It's got the snake. It's got the cobra. The scorpion. The scorpion. scorpion. Yeah. And uh, it's got the, uh, the the symbol. Yes. And uh, we see the, the little girl. She's writing on the 8 millimeter box lid. Box lid yeah. um, family painting. Yep, family painting. Family painting, 12. And uh, puts it away. And then as she's doing that, you see there's a, a video going of the five kids watching her. Mm-hmm. And as she's, you know, kind of they kind of follow her as she walks to the center, and her eyes go up, and they all run away. And from behind her comes uh, Bagul. Bagul. 
and picks her up, and this thing disappears, and he appears back into the, uh, the, film. the film, and just walks down the hallway. Yeah. The end. Yeah. So Crazy. He got, his, he got his meal. He got his, his lunch. Yes. For the next bit. Jeez, yeah. Such a good movie. Just so interesting. You know, I, I just... I don't know. I love the the formula that went into this, and I haven't seen Sinister Two, but when I uh, when I think about it, Deputy So and So, he knows what's going on now, right? So I'm assuming the second one must be a family moving into this house now. You'd think because he's right? in it. He's, I know he's in it. Yes. So, so yeah, I don't we know. should watch it. I should, should watch it in my spare time. Now that I'm on self isolation, I should do some you watching. Should. Yeah, report back. Isolated, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good movie. This was a really good movie. Yeah, I was, I was not skeptical, but I know what to do about it. Right, I know what to expect. I thought it'd be more of um, uh, similar to um, the what's it called, um, Conjuring. Okay. I think it'd be something similar to that. But uh, I was I was dead wrong. Kind of wrong. Yeah. Yeah, The Conjuring, yeah, is more uh, exercising. Goes, yeah. <laughs> this is more just evil, hungry gods. Yeah. Which, which works. Yeah, there's no exercising happening. It's just they're letting it happen. Yeah. Feeding into the habit and the cycle. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, was, I thought this was a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, listen, anytime the kid is the killer. <laughs> yep, yep. Right? I just thought... And I, 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 I kind of call that, too. I for sure. I'm thinking, well, a kid's missing, either the kid's behind the camera, or he's in, in, in league with uh, the ghoul. Like, yeah. It could be... That's I, I kind of figured that would happen, too. For actually sure. knowing what was going on. Right. But, um, yeah. It, I, you know, yeah. That happens. <laughs> well, what would you rate this movie, then? I give it three and a half. Three and a half, three yeah. And a half. That's is... exactly where I am too. We must be on the same brainwave. Yeah. Um, the music again. We didn't really get to talk about it. We did before, but yeah, the music, the the, the audio, just beautiful. In this movie, it really set the tone. Super creepy, especially when uh, at the end. Yes. Like when he wakes up to uh, before he gets kind of he goes and burns the uh, footage. Like the music is just pounding and it's just ramping up. Yes. And it, it works because it kind of got my, um, not not suspicions up, but my uh, my. I became leery. I'm like something's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. The music's really playing off something big's gonna happen. Yes. And it did. Um. So. Yeah, that plus it was always dark. You had to you had to actually work with the um, screen settings. Yes. <laughs> it was a little little. Too too dark at times, but um, it worked so well. Yeah. It really did. I agree. I agree 100%. I would give it 3.5. I thought um, it was, even the second time around, I almost enjoyed it more, because I knew what was coming, so I could look for it a bit more, but um, yeah, I loved I loved watching it. 3.5. Why did I lose 1.5 marks? I don't know. It wasn't like 100% scary. It was, you know? it, was, it was slow. It was slow. Um, it was wasn't much gore. It had some from. It has moments of, of being scary. Yeah. But uh, it, it just it was. It could have been something more. Yes. They could have uh, instead of being so tame. They could have really ramped up the uh, the, the killings. 
Um, they could have made uh, Bagul more scary looking, more yeah. of a monster than just a guy dressed up with face paint and the right. mouth. Like, yeah, right. The design was pretty... I guess the original design was be more looked like uh, Willy Wonka from the new Chocolate Factory. Movie. Oh, interesting. But that would have been a little too goofy. Right. Uh, I like the design they had for Bagul. Uh, kind of the dark, dark yes. kind of eyes, no mouth, pale, uh, pointed bar face. Mm-hmm. It was it was very villainous. Yes. It worked. Um, I just yeah. think it, it could have been a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was slow going, and I agree with you. Yeah, I just, I thought the music was good. The actors were awesome. Oh, yeah. um, but I just think that they could have, yeah, played up more in, like, even the kids' night terrors. Like, yes. I felt like they didn't go anywhere with that. No. Like, I understand that they were, like, were they going to do something with it? I don't know. But it felt like they were going somewhere, and maybe it was just a red herring. But, I don't know. I thought that it was just some of those could have been used a bit more. And, like, why wasn't, uh, like, Ellison more aware now that he's studying these, that something was going to happen now? You know? I don't know. But that's a classic horror trope, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was as good as it was. It was missing a few things. Yeah, too. absolutely. Um, like the fact that the wife stuck out that long was right. interesting. I thought she would have left halfway through. Long time ago. Um, yeah. yeah, it it has a few flaws, but nothing that will take away from the enjoyment. Exactly. Um, it it's so good. For sure. Flaws and all, it's a good solid movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like the the sounds really would go for scares. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's that's yeah. where the 1.5 is just missing from. Just, Absolutely. Just <laughs> gore and some more visual effects. Mm-hmm. And so, what would be Ichabod's Kill of the Week? Ooh. Kill of the Flick? I actually kind of wish for two earlier. Um, it was mainly uh, because there wasn't many kills in this movie. Uh, she thought the the lawnmower. Yes. Was was it got her? She gave her definitely. Little, she tucked her tail in. <laughs> but so it's just kind of out of the left field. Where like yeah. you knew something was happening, but it's almost one of those like uncomfortable silences where it's like going across the grass for so long. You're like, is something gonna happen? And, and the funny thing is the you got the the lawnmower. Yeah. The, the light. Yes. Yes. And the yes, light yes. kind of then goes away from the mower. Going on, and it goes right back, and then you get hand. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> oh dear. So, jeez, I wonder if he's telling these kids how to kill them, or if they're just being inventive. I think they're being controlled. They have to be controlled, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Because they said in the movie that uh, kids who are more susceptible to his influence and uh, with his media, right? It's, it's yeah, much e- it's much easier for the kids to be involved. So interesting. Yeah, so that was Sinister. (laughs) And next week, we're doing one of my favorite movies, What We Do in the Shadows. I love this movie. I love this movie. I saw this last year on Netflix. And I kind of knew it was more of a humorous movie. Yes, it's Um, a horror comedy. Yes, it's it's vampires. I love anything with vampires. Yeah. And it's it's directed and starring... um, Taika Waititi. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. This he's is amazing. Guy, in the last two years, has blown up. Yeah. 
he's huge, 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 huge director and actor. He he did the voice of um, oh, the Rock guy from. Well, he directed it as well. Oh, so he did. So he did Absolutely. I agree. Um, it, I think it made Thor a better series. I yeah. think that's the best movie of the series. He of kind Thor. of dropped the seriousness. Yes. And and kept with the Marvels goofy um playful like not taking um, itself so seriously yes, not like dc but i love this guy this guy he he's is everything stupidly talented have you seen jojo the rabbit yet no i know what it's about i want to it looks he plays handler yeah. And like you thought, you never thought that you could like Hitler until you watched this movie. <laughs> Honestly, he makes him like so unlikable, but in a funny way, right? Because it's a kid's imaginary friend is Hitler, and it's like yes, and it is hilarious. It's hilarious. He's just everything he touches turns to gold. I'm serious. Yeah. He's such a good actor and director. He's 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 got nothing but. Better things coming in the future. Right. He's gonna win an Oscar eventually. Yes. This guy is stupidly talented. And he's so awkward. I think that's one <laughs> thing I like about him is he's so fucking awkward. Yeah. It's like this is the guy that I would be friends with. It's just this weirdo. You oh, know what I mean? He'd be so much fun. Right. Oh. He'd be cool. He'd be a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you and plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye. Bye.